Hey there, welcome to day 12 of our Get Up and Go Challenge, February 30 plus day Get Up and Go Challenge to learn all about and figure out and install in our subconscious a framework, the SOAP framework, our little bar of SOAP framework to guarantee that we have better results after any change or challenge we face than before we face that change or challenge. Today we're going to start going through the entire SOAP framework one process step at a time and we're going to start with of course the S. S stands for story or situation. I, I use them interchangeably because when I first started doing this I thought well the first thing we need to do whenever we're looking at a change or a challenge is assess the situation. Figure out what the heck is really going on and what it is. But then I got to thinking well a situation and how we view it is really just the story we're telling ourselves about the events that have happened. So is it a situation or is it a story? I use them interchangeably. The first thing we need to do is we need to say, all right, what is the story and the situation right now? That's what it is right now. What do I want it to be? Because the only reason it's gotten our attention is because there's a gap between where we are right now and where we want to be. What I'm feeling right now and what I want to be feeling. There's a gap in between there. So I am going to do something really different today and usually I start with physical, I think I started with financial one time doing the challenge before, but today I'm going to start with relationships. Why? Well, it's the middle of February, that means Valentine's Day, but not only because that, but because our relationships, just like our physical well-being and our finances and our mental and emotional, they don't just impact one area or aspect of our life, they touch every area and aspect of our life. Well, why? Because number one, the most important, always, and most significant relationship in our lives is always our relationship with ourselves, right? We have to remember that there's the relationship with ourselves. There's all kinds of different relationships, right? Relationship with ourselves, relationship with our family, and relationship with our relatives, relationship with our business partners or co-workers or business associates or vendors or other businesses we interact with on a personal or on a professional level. There are family with you know all the different generations, so our extended family. There's uh, our, did I say significant other? Uh, significant other, but there's all kinds of levels of how close or how removed we are from, I guess from an intimacy standpoint, from different relationships. How much do we disclose? How much of our real self do we show up as in these different relationships? So what's, whatever the situation is right now, it's gonna be different might see some similarities, but for the most part, it's different. How I interact with my kids is different than how I interact with my coworkers and my peers or my peers. That's two different groups as well, right? Uh, or uh, customers, right? We, we treat our customers hopefully with dignity and respect and the way we want to be treated, but it's still going to be different than how we treat our significant other or how we treat our mom or how we treat our kids, our children. So the first thing we need to do as part of our story is assess and figure out, well, what is my current, well, number one, I guess before we even can assess the situation, we have to figure out what relationship are we going to work on as we go through these next four days. So pick a relationship, maybe one that's bothering you the most or giving you the most challenges or you feel that you're having the most change and turmoil and chaos in, probably due to COVID-19, as a partial impactor, pick that relationship. And then what we're going to do is we're going to use what I call the imaginary friend exercise or the imaginary friend tool to 
get at the details of our story and our situation. So pick one relationship that you want to work on. You know, maybe the relationship with yourself because you've been really not listening to yourself over the last year since the pandemic has hit. Maybe it's the relationship with uh, your significant other or a friend, maybe a friend that you're close with or maybe a friend that you've fallen apart from. I was thinking about a friend this morning that uh, I haven't talked to in probably four years and I'm like, I don't even remember how we stopped talking to one another. We used to be really close and we talked to each other at least a couple of times a week and then all of a sudden we just lost communication and lost touch and I was thinking about her this morning. So maybe that's a, a friend situation or a story. So how we do this, and I'm a little bit embarrassed but not so much anymore. Six years ago my dad died and I found out that when he was a child he had an imaginary friend called Albertson Roberts. I have no idea why, nobody has any idea why. He had, came from a big family and for some reason he had this imaginary friend, Albertson Roberts. I think it was because he had so many sisters and his brother was eight years older than him that he made an imaginary friend so he could be playing with the guys sometimes and not being, you know, badgered by all of his sisters all the time because he was younger than his older sisters and then he had a couple younger sisters as well but I think the imaginary friend came about before his younger sisters were born but I was delighted to find out that he had an imaginary friend because when I was oh, probably right before I became a teenager I made up an imaginary friend and mostly I guess it was probably about eight or nine years old we moved into a house out in the country and it was kind of this scary old big farmhouse right and I know my my littlest sister walked around that house every day for about a year and a half with a big stick. She wouldn't go anywhere. She would cry. She was scared to go anywhere in the house. You know, she wouldn't even go to the bathroom by herself when we moved out there. And so my dad one day was tired of it. We were all tired of it. So we went outside and he got her a big stick and brought it indoors. And she literally walked around the house with that big stick for a, at least a year before she was like, oh, I don't need the stick anymore. And she would just wasn't afraid anymore but I had created this imaginary friend named George and I, I believe that George lived in my closet he was a sea captain he lived in my closet and he was always there to protect me so nothing could get me no ghosts or anything but over the years George ended up being a good person you know imaginary person to bounce ideas off of to talk about problems and situations and challenges that every teenage girl faces right give me a break you're any teenager right I didn't everybody thought it was girls and I grew up with all girls and then I had a son and I realized that boys go through the exact same drama and trauma and turmoil and emotional changes that girls do as they enter adolescence and, and leave adolescence and become young adults so our story imaginary friend what we're gonna do is we're gonna use this idea of an imaginary friend or if you're like me and many other people, you don't have any problem talking to yourself, but we're gonna talk to ourselves about this particular relationship, what the relationship is right now, and what we want the relationship to be. So we're just gonna spend a couple of minutes, I'd say go somewhere quiet where you can talk to yourself and no one's gonna care or know, or if you have to because you can't find a place separate from anyone else, you can't go hide in the bathroom or something and people are gonna call the, the officials with the white coats if they catch you talking to yourself, you know in the bathroom go ahead and and just do it in your head but it's a lot more powerful for some reason when you actually say it out loud like you're having an actual conversation with this imaginary friend visualize whoever you want your imaginary friend to be and if you want you can you can hop on the phone and call a friend and actually do it with a friend but there's power in the imagination 
and the talking with someone in your imagination that and a level of intimacy and, and realness and honesty that you can get to that you can't really get to talking to any other human being. At least I don't think so. Any other human being in your life. Um, you know, there's certain things we'll tell to certain people, but your imaginary friend is a version of yourself that you can tell anything to. So George and I are going to have an imaginary discussion about, and I don't know which relationship we're going to work on yet. I might uh, do one with my brand new granddaughter, brand new granddaughter a couple of days ago. So maybe the situation and the relationship that I will talk about is the story right now and the situation with my brand new granddaughter and what I want it to be so that I'm creating that relationship exactly how I want it to be over her lifetime and the rest of my lifetime. I don't know, but I will pick one just like you. I'll do the homework. I'll pick one and then I will talk to George. George is my imaginary friend still. Or maybe I'll talk to, maybe I'll make up a new imaginary friend and I'll talk to a new imaginary friend. But all we're going to do for our, our homework today is to, to have a conversation with your imaginary friend about the relationship story or situation, what it is now and what you want it to be. And then in the comments below this video, we're just going to share one aha, one thing that came up, or how we felt about doing this exercise. I will tell you, uh, I was a little girl when I first came up with an imaginary friend, and it didn't bother me. My sisters teased me, but I couldn't have cared less. I, I didn't have any problem being myself when I was eight. It was like my way or the highway. If you didn't want to hang out with me, smell you later. I was just going to do my own thing. And so it didn't bother me. But I will admit that the first time I did this imaginary friend exercise as an adult, it felt a little weird. Okay, because I hadn't talked to George in at least two decades, three decades, and all of a sudden, tap, 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 George, let's have a little chat. And so I've actually done this several times now as part of the Get Up and Go Challenge. Again, this is our sixth Get Up and Go Challenge. So I think at about challenge four, maybe, I, in probably last October, I started using and remembering about the different tools I use in my life. And I said, hmm. I used to talk to, to imaginary friend and that was a really good way to bounce off ideas. And you know, in, in reality, are we just talking to ourselves? Yes, but who knows you better than yourself? No one. Hello, that's kind of the point of the whole exercise. So, talk to your imaginary friend. Think about the relationship you want to work on over the next four days or you want to act, you don't have to work on it. We're just going to apply the soap process to it. and. So it's not really work, but it's just little action items every day to, to better understand the process so that it can become automatic for you and you can use it at the drop of a hat. And actually on a subconscious level, you'll, you'll be applying it and using it and you won't even realize it. And that's the point we want to get to by the end of the challenge. Sit, have an amazing day. Any questions, ask in the comments below or direct message me and I will get back to you ASAP. Have an amazing day and I'll of course be with you tomorrow for the O in our SOAP framework with respect to relationships.